0: The Rick Jensen Show on 101.7 FM, 1150 AM, WDEL, and streaming to your smart speaker and mobile device. Happened right here in Delaware. Squatters just took a huge part of this guy's land. Didn't know they were there. So trespassers can be tossed out. Squatters, all they got to do is say, oh, no, 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 I live here. I'm a squatter. And now it becomes damn near impossible uh, to get people off your property we going to talk with Flash Shelton. He's a handyman. In fact, he uh, founded the uh, United Handyman's Association. His elderly mom was traumatized by squatters. Police did nothing. So he got rid of them. Well, he came up with a way of doing this. In fact, he has some training that helps him out. And now he's helping people all around the country get rid of these thieves who worked the system to steal people's homes. Flash Shelton's on the phone right now from California. Flash, Rick, thanks for being on, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, so uh, first of all, uh, tell us a story about your mom and the home and and what happened
1: there. Well, my dad had passed away, and uh, my family decided that my mom couldn't live there alone it's a you know, small remote area moved her in with me and proceeded to try to uh sell her house put it on the market next thing i heard uh, the back door had been broken in and there were people living in there and lights on at night according to neighbors i called the local law enforcement told them that the house was vacant was empty they uh, went on the scene and called me and said that there's furniture in the house, and since I told them that the house was vacant, that I appear to have a squatter situation and that there was nothing they could do. Why? Why, why so can I they could...
0: do nothing when people have just moved into your property and and put furniture in there and stuff?
1: yeah it's it's so crazy and you know and i and i'm working to change these laws uh, you know i did create a petition for it uh trying to move it from civil to criminal uh nationwide so um you know i'm really hoping to make some changes in that because it is it is ridiculous that uh it's like they can't do anything they couldn't enter they couldn't question them they basically just you know and and law enforcement isn't happy with it either they um you know, they'd, they'd love to be able to drag these guys out.
0: So in California, I was reading, if you're there for five years and you've paid one utility bill and, and, uh, and planted a flower in the lawn, now you've done enough to be a quote-unquote squatter and you can actually own the property. What, what else uh, should we know about how it works in California? And, and by the way, with that in mind, while you talk about that, also, how is it that they could actually take this so-called possession in such a short period of time?
1: Well, I mean, they broke in and had a U-Haul truck delivered in the driveway and basically filled the house up with furniture. So they moved in probably over a course of a weekend, and, and I was about, you know, 10 hours away, so I had no idea.
0: Sheesh. Um So anyway, you uh, you came up with a plan to get him out. You got to tell us about this.
1: Uh, yeah, so I I did spend the weekend figuring out, kind of looking into the laws and the rights and kind of figured out my own system, uh, kind of, you know, looked into it. And, and I one of the things I wanted to see is what gave uh, squatters rights. And typically it was when the homeowner, because the homeowner naturally calls law enforcement, they're told to go start civil action. So most homeowners, that's what they're going to do. They're just going to go to the courts. They don't know anything different. They're not told any, anything different. So when they start civil action and a judge gets involved, then the squatter now is given rights. So I figured that if I could switch places with them prior to a judge being involved, then I would assume those rights. <laughs> so so you became a squatter in your mom's house
0: along with the other squatters?
1: Uh, well, you know, That's what I was prepared to do. Um, I did just in case because, you know, I heard that some squatters have a fake lease. So I did prior to preemptively. I had a a lease drawn up making me the legal tenant, got it notarized, packed up my Jeep, drove up to Northern California and uh, and scoped it out. Now, they did leave in the morning. So I was able to enter the house, switch places with them, put up cameras, so that when they returned, I was inside, they were outside, and they were locked out, and basically I became the squatter, really, so yeah,
0: when they came back, what happened?
1: yeah, so when they they pulled in the driveway and i I just laid it out for them, and I just told them that i'm I'm here for a day, and they have you know they have a day to get out, and whatever is left in the house is mine. And uh, I told them that I had I had already spoken with some gentlemen that lived across the street, told them that if there wasn't movement and they weren't already moving out by 5 p.m., that they could have anything that they want as long as they help me get everything out of the house. Uh, so, you know, I, I explained that with the cameras in order for them to get back in, they would have to break in on camera and that I would prosecute. Uh so they acquiesced uh so um yeah i'm sorry <laughs> i got d- distracted there um yeah so they uh so they you know they basically um you know they accepted my offer because it was the only one that was going to get them their furniture back huh. <laughs> and uh it it was peace- peacefully resolved and uh it was and they got out i think uh, it took them all day they had several you know, several hel- you know trucks and cars, and um, I think the last thing was taken out of the driveway at like two a.m.
0: All right, now wait a second. How many of them are there? And was it? And, and how big were they? And was it all a bunch of guys or as a family? Describe the squatters.
1: Well, so um, so one of the things that I noticed when I walked in the house um, is there's a um, there was a prison guard uniform. And one of the women that I spoke to uh, in the driveway in my video um, had and in the videos on outside the box with Flash on YouTube, um, one of the women was a prison guard. And then there was about I would say I counted about maybe two women and maybe six guys that, you know, walking out of the house. There were three cars in the driveway. So this is a whole gang of people. How big are you? I'm six one, two fifteen, two twenty at times. <laughs> what, depending on how many beers you have? Two fifteen, two twenty. Yeah. Uh uh so, so being over being being over fifty, you know, I gotta I fluctuate that five pounds, you know. <laughs> Got so um are you armed? Uh
0: are you like Brazilian jiu-jitsu? What 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 do you have going I, for you against these other people who are like uh prison guards and such?
1: Yeah, I, I was armed. I am, you know, I, I am licensed to carry. Um, I am certified um, with uh, and and uh, 20 years experience Kung Fu. Um, I was a boxer. I used to train bouncers. Um, I also worked with mental ill. So I I've been um, certified uh, with de-escalation techniques. So, you know, when you watch my video, the first thing people think is, oh, my gosh, she was so nice. And And but, you know, think about it. It's like when you're dealing with somebody and you want to keep it calm, you you are nice. If I would have, even though I watched them drive out of the driveway when they were telling me that their furniture was was delivered by mistake and that they weren't in the house, even though I knew they were lying. What point? I mean, what have I what would I have gained if I would have argued with them?
0: No, you got what you wanted. I'm just surprised that you have people who are criminally minded. You know, these people are criminally minded. They broke into your mom's house, and they're living there illegally. Here's this one guy, imposing guy, one. but did they even know you were carrying at the time? No. I mean, okay. Part of, part so, of caring, you're right, it's concealed carrying and, and no enough. brandishing. I know. You, you, once you brandish, yeah. now you're a criminal. So, um, so, you're this one guy, there's a half a dozen of them, and uh, they're used to being with violent people. So they're already criminally minded. How how the heck I mean you said you had cameras and all that kind of stuff but, but they'd already broken in once. I'm just wondering how you got them to to say, "Oh, it's an accident and we didn't mean to have our furniture there." I mean, how did you do that when these people are criminally minded and what comes to my mind is they're some of them are probably pretty tough and surprised they didn't just try to kick your ass.
1: Well, you know, it it's first of all, the planning and surprise has a lot to do with it. When you, you know, people, people kind of wonder, you know, they don't know who I am. They don't know anything about me. They don't know how crazy I am. So when I've been in situations like that, when I come by myself, people just kind of like, you know, mouth open, wonder what in the world, you know, how do I have these, you know, guts or whatever. Um, But uh, they, you know, it's all about surprise. You know, by the time they knew anything was happening, they didn't even know I was in town. They didn't know anything. So they were out before I, you know, what were they going to do at that point? They they break in the house. I, I had already locked them out.
0: Yeah. And they couldn't go to authorities and say, hey, uh, we're the legal squatters here, and they stole my furniture, or could they?
1: Well, I mean, they could have tried. I mean, but the bottom line is, you know, there's no evidence of them there, basically, and— and I had a lease. So
0: you've been helping other people. Tell us a story about how you're helping other folks.
1: Well, I think the number one thing is, you know, because I, I can't physically help everyone. So changing the law would, would be my way of helping everyone. But, um, you know, sometimes it's consulting. Uh, I've done some, you know, I do like some Zoom sessions and kind of help them and and, you know, learn their situation and help them get through it. Uh, Other times I'm, you know, going with a crew of guys. Now, I no longer do this by myself. Um, It was just done that way because it was my mom and I felt like it was my job and I wasn't going to put anyone else in harm's way for, you know, for her. I needed to be her superhero. Um, But um, I, um, yeah, so going and helping people and, and, you know, doing the same thing and basically switching places with them or, or walking in and, and, you know, just walking in with a lease and say, I'm moving in and, you know, and just making myself at home and, <laughs> and getting them to leave on their own. See, that's what I want to uh, hear. I I, Flash. That's what I want
0: to hear, man. I want to hear the story about when there were squatters in a house and you said, Oh, hi, I'm living here with you now. And you go in the fridge and you, you camp on the sofa do you got going to leave. I mean, People must be looking at you, thinking like, "No, you can't be here. We're squatting here. How is it that that works out so right. well?" Get, tell it. Tell us like a situation where you did this with some people and their reaction to you walking in and saying, "Hi, I live here now."
1: Well, there there are going to be some videos coming out of me doing this uh, here in the in the near future, um, and uh, but um, you know it's so I've got a situation right now where I've got a. Um, You know, I've got a gentleman that is, uh, he was a, he was basically a door to door salesman. He, you know, visited the home of an elderly woman, went into the, you know, ended up moving in with her and she was lonely. And, um, and he is, uh, he got her to sign over, you know, insurance policies and was attempting to try to get the house written over before family got involved. And, uh, and you know it's it's people like that taking advantage of um you know elderly and just people that are you know easy easy victims um in that situation it's it's you know now i'm working with the family to do exactly that to just you know go in on him or switch with him and if i have to go in on him and and just move in it's just going to be you know again it's going to be the element of surprise and and I'm going to walk in, I'm going to put cameras up in every room and tell them he's part of a reality show.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. You're part of a reality show. Uh, but there's, there's bound to be some pushback saying, oh, no, no, this woman, she owns the property, and and I'm uh, her uh, your legal roommate, things like that. I mean, what do you do about that then? Well, what, and what if he starts ripping well, out cameras?
1: Yeah, so, well, I mean, first of all, it's... Um, Uh, you know, in in the preparation, I get to know who I'm dealing with, what the situation is. So this particular situation, they are, you know, giving me copies of all the insurance policies where the signatures and all the stuff and where I can use that because there are laws against that. And, you know, there's no insurability here. There's no reason. So being able to prove insurance fraud in this situation uh, will be pretty easy, so I will be using that as a reason to get him to leave. Because I'm going to tell him, look, you're going to be your face and your crime is going to be posted all over TV and all over the internet, you know, all over the United States and possibly the world. So you can, you know, peacefully leave now, or, or I'm just going to lay it all out for you.
0: It's awesome. Imagine this great big six foot one dude, 215 pounds, then on a the sofa. Yeah, I live here now. By the way, insurance yeah. fraud. So we need to change these laws. Now these squatting laws, uh, squatters' rights, they came about back like uh, the seventeen hundreds or so. You know, the first settlers they were on public lands, and if they're there, then they could they could purchase the property. Originally, that's what it was, and and somehow this has become, you know, morphed into this uh, this nightmare that's affecting people all over the country so what needs to be changed regarding these squatters rights
1: well so i i started this petition um you know and we also have a GoFundMe me to to help support awareness and also in order to get a bill i mean everything in this country costs money so we're going to end up having to support a, a law bill um you know hopefully getting some politicians behind me but um you know right now it's you know, there is no. It's not considered a crime. It is a civil action, which means that not only is all everything is on the homeowner um, to pay for everything, but there's no there's no threat of a crime. There's no threat of jail time. There's no there's not even an order for restitution or fines or penalties in these cases. And if we can get this to be a crime, a criminal offense, and It's going to open up not only law enforcement being able to do their job, but a judge is going to be able to order not only jail time, but he's going to order, be able to order restitution, penalties, fines. Um, The other thing that um, I'm really excited about this changing is the fact that if a squatter thinks that he's facing a year in jail, for example, it's probably going to detour some of these squatters from doing it in the first place. Oh, I don't know. They're looking for a free place to live. They get free meals. there in jail, too, you know. Well, you know, some people think that squatters are homeless people, and they get it really confused because, in my experience over the last few years, squatters are not homeless people. I've done a couple videos to prove my point, and I've gone out giving homeless people a voice. And I believe that homeless people have more pride than squatters. Homeless people would rather live on a tent than a sidewalk, than steal your house and your belongings. I think that uh, squatters are calculated. They're taking advantage of a system that allows them to, and they are just doing what basically we have we have lined up for them and told them, hey, you can live for free doing this. You just have to do it this way. So until we change it, until we make it a law, it's never going to change. And, and this is a, a, you know, we talk about your state, my state, U.S., but this is a worldwide problem. United Nations have as estimated one billion squatters nationwide. Wow! It worldwide, yeah. So crazy.
0: Yeah, that's that's nuts. Yeah.
1: Uh, Flash, first. Oh yeah. Last question:
0: Is your real first name Flash?
1: <laughs> you know, I've gone by Flash my my whole life since I was little, and and so yes, it's it's the name I. It's the name on everything, and the name everyone calls me. Gotcha. All right, man. Six foot one, and he's very fast. Flash. Yeah.
0: All right, buddy. Uh, (laughs) It's the uh, United Handyman's uh, Association also, right?
1: Uh, Yeah. So we screen and certify handyman businesses across our great nation. Um, You know, a lot of states don't regulate handyman businesses, Um, so we give customers an opportunity to either screen their handyman anonymously or, or hire a handyman that, that has gone through. And we require business license, insurance, background screening, um, you know, references. And and we do, and then we stand behind our certification. If a handyman takes your money and, and doesn't complete the job, we'll pay you back for your loss up to 5,000. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's just a way of, of, you know, regulating and and making an industry safer. All right. How to get hold of you? Um, If they want to reach the United Handyman Association, the website is uh, unitedhandymanassociation.org. For squatter stuff, Flash at outsidetheboxwithflash.com. With Flash. flash. Yeah, good that you have a nice short one. (laughs) I know. know. (laughs) All
0: right, buddy. No, what you're doing is great, man. I mean, seriously, it's God's work. And it's, it's awesome what you're doing, and when I heard about your story, I thought, yeah, I want my listeners to hear the story, and I'm so glad uh, we had a chance to talk and hear your stories. Thanks, Flash. I wish you the best, buddy.
1: All right, thank you. Appreciate it.